Hello, and welcome or welcome back to Nature Talk Podcast. I am your host, Ramsey Scott, and right now, I'm speaking to you from my desk at 3 a.m. on Wednesday, March 3rd. Only an issue of great importance could persuade me to sacrifice my sleep schedule to educate you all. So today, we are going to discuss an important topic, one that some might say shaped our perspective of nature today, conservation during the progressive era. Listen closely, because this one is pretty important. The Progressive Era was the period of time from roughly 1890 to 1920, during which many social efforts sought to bring about a positive change at the national level, most often initiated by the government. During the late 19th century, industry was on the rise which helped to boost the economy substantially. While advances in technology and industry definitely did benefit many sectors of American society at the time, an underlying dilemma was the harmful effects on the environment that this industry caused. Conservation during the Progressive Era sought to bring both awareness of environmental protection to U.S. citizens and also enact real, tangible change. This, I think, is comparable to many social justice movements that we see today, where those involved are focused on spreading their message to the public while also producing visible results and changes. The president during the most active part of conservation is Teddy Roosevelt. While in office, his two main concerns surrounding conservation were wastefulness of resources, and using resource-rich land in an improper manner. We'll discuss first how effective Roosevelt, often given the nickname the conservation president, and the rest of the government was in mitigating waste. In terms of overall effectiveness, Roosevelt and his administration were successful in minimizing the unnecessary harvest of natural resources on United States land. In front of me, I am looking at a list of 18 statutes that clearly define the conditions under which resources can be harvested, which on this list range from live seals to trees. Setting these regulations greatly aided in preventing excess resources being harvested but not being used. This was vital as, down the road, a lack of these resources brought about by over-harvesting could have led to an economic crisis. Cyclic reports made by the government documented the use of resources from each region throughout the Progressive Era. These reports substantiated the success of these statutes on preventing wastefulness. The next major task that progressive reform efforts worked to accomplish was the preservation of land across the United States. Preservation was an idea at the time that described how the natural world and its resources were precious and that substantial human interference in the environment could only ruin it. Roosevelt considered himself a conservationist, although with limitations, as opposed to a strict preservationist. In a conference in May of 1908, Roosevelt states to his colleagues that, quote, with the growth and variety of the needs of the average man, there comes growth of the amount demanded by this man from the resources of the country. At the same time, there comes an increase in what the average man depends from the resources, and he is apt to grow dependent on nature, end quote. This emphasizes how Roosevelt did believe that Americans require natural resources in their everyday lives, but that taking advantage of those resources leads to a dependence that inadvertently promotes the destruction of the environment. One thing that Roosevelt succeeded in regarding preservation was the declaration of the Grand Canyon as a national monument, thus protecting it from commercialization. Congress at the time fought Roosevelt's efforts in creating this monument, but he used his executive power to oppose Congress's decision. Roosevelt himself was not a strict preservationist, but his support of a dual effort in preservation and conservation set the precedent for future progressive efforts. 
Although faced with lots of pushback, progressive reformers and the government were once again successful in bringing about change at the national level. Well, if there's one thing that you can take away from this podcast today, is that conservation efforts during the progressive era were indeed effective in bringing about change at the national level. Reformers at the time were able to set precedents to prevent over-harvesting and to initiate land protection, but they were also able to lay the foundation for conservation reform to take place years after the end of the progressive era. Without conservation efforts during the progressive era, many of the national parks that we know and cherish today would not be accessible and probably not recognizable as nature. So remember that the next time you visit Yosemite or Yellowstone. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning in to Nature Talk Podcast. I'm Ramsey Scott out of Atwater, and I'll see you next week where we'll discuss post-progressive conservation efforts.